a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome in to Inside Sources with, again, I'm back by popular demand, I think. <laughs> I just made that up. Amy Donaldson from Deseret News, and I'm joined by my now regular co-host, Steve Handy. Amy, I was thinking about this the other day. <laughs> we were in on Wednesday afternoon, and you know, and they called us back. And you know, how about this? The, the, An encore. The, the Amy and Steve show, or we got, Donaldson yeah. and Handy. Yeah, there L- you go. Let's turn it over to the marketing people and see what they can come up with. You know, we always would chat about problems and solve yeah, problems right. years ago when we right. worked together. Yes, so exactly. I say we just do the same thing. Just keep going. Just keep going. <laughs> so we're going to take it home this afternoon and see, uh, and ho- hope the radio station is still standing, right? Exactly. Um, uh, we invite you to be part of the conversation today. Uh, you can text us on the Utah Community Credit Union text line at 57500. Uh, you can also leave a voicemail if you have something that you would like to say. Uh, we may play those on the radio. Uh, that number is 801-575-7668. I'm very excited about our very first guest, and I, uh, I'm excited that you agreed to be here. But uh, we're going to talk with Sarah Benj. She's the ADA coordinator for Salt Lake City. Um, she actually gave a speech that I found to be very moving and, and just sort of a reminder that um, the, w- the, the way you walk through life or do things in life, um, that, that, that might not be, be the way everyone else is experiencing it. So, Sarah, first tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're from, and how you came to be in Salt Lake. Well, my name is Sarah Bench, like you mentioned. Uh-huh. Thanks for having me. I am uh, from South Sudan. I came here as a refugee. In 1999, so I've been here 20, almost 20 years. Yeah, 20 years. Um, I uh, went to college here, high school, Highland High, go Rams. Um, and <laughs> Graduated from Salt Lake Community College. And, and then I, I progressed and went to Salt Lake, I mean to the University of Utah. Yeah. And got a degree in social work there. So, And what led you to be in, what, I mean, why social work? Well, I have, I have a thing for helping people. Mm-hmm. I've done it before. And I'm doing it now as a, as a, um, a career. Yeah. So you, so that was, the, and did that come from your own experience? Cause no, how did you injure your back? Well, I, it's, it's actually not my back. I okay. have a spine. So I'll tell you a little bit about, yeah. some people cannot yeah, see what I'm, what's going yeah, on. Yeah, you can see. Well, I, um, in 2009, I fell from a staircase. I was sliding, playing around, fell in, uh, backward and I pinched a spine on my, uh, neck which is a little bit high. It's called C5, C6, spinal cord injury. And um, here I am now. Uh, that that accident had led me to not be, not to have any mobilities to walk. Okay. Um, um, the doctor said, I'll never walk again. And I kind of said, no, I will. And I, I'm walking a little bit, but not as much. I do rely on my wheelchair more than anything. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And did you have a wheelchair right away? And did you see being in a wheelchair as um, sort of a, a you know, I got a prison sentence? Or did you see it as a way to be free again, to move, to get around? Um, 
prison sentence? Yeah, but like, like, because there's always, because is it confined to a wheelchair or is the wheelchair a vehicle to be free, to do what you want, to get around? Oh, I, being, I mean, this big chair, I love it. I, I'd rather be in this one than a manual chair where somebody actually has to push me around. Looks like a Cadillac to me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, maybe I should call it a Cadillac. <laughs> what are some of the things that um, you talked about at the UN? You actually spoke in the closing um, session, right? Mm-hmm. You gave a speech. Um, give me, give us some idea of what you, what your message was. Well, I, I'll share. I mean, I shared a little bit of my story, who I am, where I come from, um, what I'm doing now. But the actual message that I really wanted to send out is, I wanted, I wanted people. I'm glad that I was there because a lot of people around the world were there. People that are have the power to make changes um, for people with disabilities. Um, and I wasn't just not talking about. Just wheelchair. I was talking because there's so many different disabilities. Mm-hmm. We talked about hard of hearing, um, low vision, and there's some hidden disabilities that people can't see. So my message was, when people are having a conversation about making changes, how about include people? How about inc- including access for everybody? So mm-hmm. we won't be like us, an afterthought. Like, oh my gosh, we should have thought about that. No, when we're sitting down, let's bring everybody in. And not leave anybody behind. Yeah, Does that makes sense. And have you had that experience where people where you were an afterthought? Yes, I did. I did, and I will share. I'm jumping ahead of time. I, um, I will share. Um, I called. Uh, I had I had a little bit of a emergency. I called nine one one. I'm like, okay, I need to go to the hospital. They're like, okay, well, we're gonna have to leave your wheelchair at home. It's like, no, I, I need it. So. Working for the mayor's office, um, it had something that Jackie Piskuski worked on for a long time and her team. They put in wheelchair lift on a on nine one one vans. Uh, is it vans or SUVs? Whichever <laughs> one there, but yeah. they put lift that. So when I call nine one one now, I could get my wheelchair with me on those lifts. So that is that's that sharing. Just having that, that was an afterthought. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, why didn't we have this before? But I'm glad that it's here now. Does yeah. that make sense? It absolutely. Um does it get frustrating that you always have to remind people that there are different ways of you know, traveling through this world? <laughs> yeah, it is. It is, but then when I'm out here working, I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. So this is a problem, but hey, I'm going to fix it for all y'all. So we won't, nobody will have to, I want to pave the way. Does that make sense? Yes, yes. So nobody will be like, okay, you know. And are there things you've learned doing this job, uh, working for the mayor for the last few years? Um, are there things you've learned about things that you want to work on, th- things that you have planned? Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot to, I mean, Salt Lake City is really good about access right now. I mean, I went. I left Salt Lake City to Atlanta, and I was like, oh, my goodness, this is not – I, I want to go back home now. I took a one-way ticket. I was like, okay, got to go back now where everything is accessible. There are things, yes. So, Yeah. Um, uh, and were you traveling for work when you went to Atlanta? Oh, no, it was just for fun. Yeah, because my, my sort of epiphany about accessibility was also in Atlanta. It was during the Olympics, so – um, and it's just I had been walking around Centennial Park, and I had recently had a baby, so I had to push her in a stroller everywhere. And I was thinking, gosh, I couldn't get a stroller in and out of this park. 
There's no ramps. There's no, and it just made me think of like, what if I had a wheelchair? Like, how would I get in to experience the Olympics? You don't get in. Well, they well, they put plywood down over some stairs and taped it down and tried to make it accessible. But like you say, it was this afterthought idea of, mm-hmm. hey, do you guys realize that you didn't? Um, um, what what was your message um, to some of the, you say, people all over the world? What did you ask them to do? I asked them to take a look around and see if there's people that would that have a disability and uh, see what can they do about it for them not to be left behind. What are they doing about it? What can, what more can they do about it? Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yes, absolutely. Okay. And I think it's a great challenge for world leaders and and yeah. and people who are out trying to do good things in the world. They're trying to make positive change. Mm-hmm. Um, you also have something fun planned, uh, fun and educational, I should say, coming up. What? Tell us about that. Well, um, I am working on. Hopefully, this will this will come up soon. I'm working on Walk Your Wheels press event. Hopefully, maybe about October, maybe mid September. I'm not sure yet. Um, those wheel, uh, those uh, sc- scooters, they're all over Salt Lake City. I love them. I wish I could ride them. But... Those scooters. See, I rode the scooter over to the UN event, back and forth. Hey, <laughs> were you on the sidewalk? Uh, no, I went on the road. Oh, yeah. were you on the bike lane? I was. That's where you're supposed to ride it. Yeah, I so... did ride the wrong way in the bike lane on one block. But... Oh, <laughs> you're alive. That's good. Yeah. But yeah, I'm trying to like send a message out there. Those uh, scooters are everywhere, and there's people that there are in wheelchairs. They're, sometimes they just park up anywhere. They're mm-hmm. in wheelchairs. They can't get around them. So um, I'm trying to send a message. Either ride your wheel, I uh, ride your scooters on the bike lane, so mm-hmm. or park them correctly. Basically, yeah. that's the message I want to send out there because um, they're just everywhere. They're fast. Um, share the sidewalk. Because there's people like you that have a stroller. Mm-hmm. How about if somebody's just coming right fast? You might either hit them or they hit you. So yeah, just want to make it good. If it wasn't hard enough to get around, uh, we made it harder with the scooters, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting that the bikes didn't cause that problem. This huh? the scooters did. Yeah. Oh, what about scooter racks? Hmm. See, we're on air brainstorming. So. Hey. <laughs> Take um, ideas. <laughs> well, I think your uh, speech, and uh, I'll try to tweet out a link to that, but um, I thought your speech was really amazing. Just as a reminder that um, there there's a lot of value that comes from having a lot of different voices, and I thought yours was one of my one of my favorite um, messages. Just, you know, if you see somebody, and also don't make the decision for them, reach out to them and say, hey, come to the table, be involved in the decision-making process. Exactly. Right? Yeah. You know, I'm glad that uh, over the course of my lifetime that uh, I'm, I'm, I'm thankfully, I'm, you know, hey, I'm an able-bodied person. But um, over the course of my lifetime that we have changed our attitudes extensively to, uh, about people with, with uh, different different challenges. You know, you think of what the American with Dis- Americans with Disabilities Act has done. And as I get a little bit of travel once in a while, I see I see people who are, you know, in wheelchairs and have all kinds of challenges in airports and uh, moving around. And it's amazing to me. And I, I just commend you so much. I, uh, I, 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 here's one message I want to send. I think all of us who are able-bodied people who I, I fully, wholly, 100% respect uh, 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 disabled parking places that are designated. And I don't park in those places. I don't violate those. But I know who people who do. And I also know people who will uh, push the envelope and get it 
get a tag when they really shouldn't have a tag, <laughs> and they uh, they they just kind of push it. And I I think we should be more sensitive to that. So, best of success to you, and uh, you're doing great things, Sarah. Yes. Uh, thank you so much. I hope I am. I really do. Yeah. I want to I want to make a change, and I'm I'm hoping I could make a change. You're doing with it. everybody's help too. You're it's, doing it. It yeah. takes it takes two hands to clap, right? Exactly. So let's do it together. We will. And uh, thank you again for coming in and uh, and joining us today on Inside Sources. We're going to take a little break. When we come back, we're going to talk about skateboarding. Uh, the World Championship of Skateboarding is coming. All Terrain Park is coming to, to Salt Lake. So join us on KSL News Radio. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.